Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched three things this week. We started off with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Major spoiler alert for that one. Also, a blanket spoiler alert for the MCU leading into it because we go into some of the details that have been covered in the other films and shows. If you've not caught up yet, come back to this episode after you have done so. Then we also watched the new rom-com, and I'm putting that in quotes, Your Place or Mine on Netflix, and the new thriller Sharper on Apple TV+, a huge spoiler alert for both those things. And because it wouldn't be obvious from the episode title, we also want to give a quick spoiler alert for the TV show Shrinking, also on Apple TV+. We ended up talking about some of the plot points that don't necessarily get revealed in the first episode, so in case you are sensitive about spoilers, we just want to give you a warning. Also, sadly, Jackie could not be here this week, but she will return in the next Roundtable episode. And without further ado, here's We're Watching What? We have witnessed the Quantumania, the, the, the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. One of the longest titles. Like, we need to, we need to shorten these titles. I, I can't. I, it's so hard to write. How did you feel about it? Such a weird relationship with it. It was very... It was very strange while watching. I was very focused on what I didn't think was working. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. Yeah. And I was very just like, what? What? You know, <laughs> like, what is this? And then yeah. there were things I did like, but then it was just like, you know, okay, I don't know. But then the days since then that I've, you know, it's been several now since I saw it. I do look back on more of it fondly than I would have thought on opening night. Really? Weirdly, like I'm not like dying to watch it again by no, any no, means. No, no, no. I get, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But I kind of am like, I don't know. I was like, I'm looking at it as the full kind of the Ant Man saga here. I guess the three of them, <laughs> the and trilogy. it was kind of like, yeah, yeah. And it, and it, it's the one that works the least for me out of the three of them. But I can kind of appreciate that with Ant Man, I felt like they they know Ant Man. It's like you hear Ant Man, it's like, what the hell is this, right? He's like, it's it's silly. Yeah. And so I felt like those the films have been very, very aware of like how silly this hero is. And so it like, it, they found that really nice spot of humor. I've, I felt in the first two, especially first uh-huh. one, especially, but the first yes, two I felt yeah. kind of carried that through. And this one still kind of had it, but was taking it to this weird pulp sci-fi kind of like B. it was like a paying homage to like B level sci-fi from the eighties, but I'm not sure if that was its intent or not, but it was doing that for me. <laughs> You yeah, know? well, so I, I have heard it called, and I don't disagree with, I have, I have, it looks like a Star Wars movie. It kind of feels like it a does. Star Wars movie, too. And there were there were literal, like, background characters that, you know, they were just in costumes. I was like, I think that's, like, a Snowtrooper eye mask or whatever it is. You know, it, it they borrowed from the warehouse, it kind of looked like. Yeah, and I don't, and I agree with that. I don't mean shade when I say this, but, it's, like, it's when, not a when you say it's a yeah. Star Wars movie, I think, like, like a prequel movie. Not like necessarily, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, it level like Coruscant, of like, like it, you know, visually, I was yeah. like, oh, we're on Coruscant. Yeah. yeah. I did think the visuals were, it was, it was a, a thing where obviously we know they use that technology that Mandalorian uses, right? With that, the IMAX background. Oh, the volume. Or yeah. Yeah. Which is super cool. I didn't feel like it worked really well here though. I felt as if sometimes it was okay, but there were a lot of times where I was just very, very focused and aware that we were just in a soundstage very clearly. Yeah. Like, obviously, nothing, it doesn't look super real, and I don't expect that level from because they've been showing us they don't do that <laughs> really when you go full CGI with Marvel. But yeah. it, it was feeling very like, oh, it feels as if you're standing in front of a screen. <laughs> Instead oh, of, well, okay. I, like it, I mean, if we want to dig into this particular topic. So, one, we need to put a pin in the CGI because we need to talk about MODOK in a bit. But, yeah. So, I also feel like, Okay, fine. You have cast this in this weird nebulous realm, all these things. And then you have these scale-based jokes or not even jokes, but like 
you know, important plot points when he gets really, really big and fights against it and, you know, or fights against everyone and knocks down towers. But I was like, because you have set it in this tiny world and we don't have any real grounding scope to it it just looks like a regular it looks like an old godzilla movie you know where it's yeah. just like oh yeah. a normal sized human like i know this is a cgi moment but a normal size like i just particularly remember when he and his daughter were both big you know and they mm-hmm. hugged and i was like you've not slowed them down enough to make them look like they're giants and because yeah. there are no elements to this world that are you know we can map to it just looks like a regular you know this is like a shot on somebody's green screen in your backyard potentially yeah, it had that feeling of, you know, if we were looking at the first two, granted, those took place mostly in our world, right? But yeah. it was the first Ant-Man film I was watching where I was like, I do not believe where we are at all. Like, right. <laughs> in, then, in that way. So, you know. Yeah. And then my second point off of that is there were scenes where I was like, I don't think these actors are in the same room. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> for, for, especially, especially for Kang and you know, Paul Rudd and Ant-Man. And this leads me to an even larger point where I was like, he is the wrong person to put against Kang or Kang is the wrong person to put against him in terms of tone. And that did me like that did it in for me. I, I, you know, I was like, you are basically doing like Shakespearean soliloquies. And then you've got like, yuck, Paul Rudd. Like I wrote a book. (laughs) No, what? We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. 100% because tonally it couldn't have been more different it kind of it's kind of like when you go back to like love and thunder it felt like Christian Bale was in this other movie Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you know this that similar kind of like whatever but similarly to that I wanted Kang's movie I thought Jonathan Majors was so good I I was a little more on the fence about him in Loki personally okay yeah about like I thought his performance was fine but I didn't love the way he was I didn't love the way the character was being portrayed I guess in that in that version of him yeah. This version of him, I was like, I love this. Like, I was so here for it. It was, it was, I thought he was, I think, I wish I, I wanted more is, is the only issue I had with him, I guess. I, I understand what you're saying. I think the big challenge for me is that because he was against the Scott Lang character, it's so under, and I could not pay attention because, and you know me, like mm-hmm. I love, I, I, Ant-Man, the first Ant-Man is one of my favorite Marvel movies. You know, yeah. I, I think I put a couple others above it, but I still really enjoyed that first one so much. And then to have become whatever we've become with it and then have Kang in it, I was like, no, you should be against like a Doctor Strange or, yeah. you, you know, somebody who's a little more pompous for lack of a better word. And, and, and also just like fits better. And so it, it took away from, him for me and then i then saw creed 3 which i Mm. think when this comes out i won't be under embargo no i will okay so anyway but um this is not a review but it's just a comment that there is his performance in creed 3 is what i wanted from him in ant-man because he and uh michael b jordan just because he and michael b jordan feel like they're in the same world and acting against each other versus uh you know Again, like I said, I don't even know if they were in the same room half the time because these two characters yeah. are so disparate and then the moments are so disparate that, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I, I will say my favorite part of the actual the whole movie, even though the story was so silly, my favorite part of it was finally seeing Kang and Janet. And I, I liked that scene, like learning. I liked, it was, it felt like such a like, uh, this is literally the, the, the origin of how this would have happened if this exact story was a comic book. And it was just very, mm-hmm. you have Janet who I liked that. I liked that the story was kind of Janet centric as much as I thought it was silly that it was. I liked that it was because I liked that, we, that Janet got, 
she's a founding member of the Avengers, you know, so in the comics. So it's like, yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. she kind of got a story, even if it was silly, but I liked that it was her genius and like working with him and then, act, you know, eventually her making a tough decision and making one that was very, very selfish. And I liked that because Janet is. Hank and Janet are not the cleanest people in those comics either. So yeah. I like that, that they're a little on the edge, you know? I liked it too, but I felt like something was missing from it and I don't know what. And maybe it was the way they delivered it or and that, mm-hmm. you know, it's in service. She's telling the story, but it's focused around Kang. Like there was, some, yeah. you know, and, and I, she and Michael Douglas were actually my favorite parts of the movie, aside mm-hmm. from my new favorite character of all time. Not actually, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let you guess who my favorite character was. <laughs> I was going to say the gooey guy, right? The, the whole it's guy. Zeb, Zeb the gooey guy. <laughs> Zeb, I, could, yes. I could not it help bad, it. Right? I was, if, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I'm such a sucker for these types of things. He um, was and, funny. And that, he was funny. He was, he was. But that, that was, I was like, oh, this is, this reminds me more tonally of the first two. Yeah. The, the, no, he did. Humor. That was bringing that element of it. You know, yeah. it was, and so that and the, was nice. You know, the psychic the guy, the, mm-hmm. the William Jackson Harper, I think is his name. You know, he's like, I stop doing that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw him and I was like, oh, I was like, I like you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, no, it, it, I don't know. It had things that had little charms and stuff. I think it's just, yeah, it's not going to make a list for me of just like, oh, my God, this yeah, is so great. Yeah. It didn't like upset me or offend me. It just was kind of like, oh, okay. But it, it feels a little, I'm feeling as if, the MCU has be they've it's gotten a little out of their control and they do need to reel it back in, which is why I am happy that Feige did say that they're gonna start spending more time on the projects <laughs> and doing less of them, which yeah. we all knew was had to come. But I was looking at like the the, the phase whatever phase we're in now, movies so far five, and all this whatever. Five. And it was like yeah. these are it was like ranking them, right? And it was like, these are such just like different films which is the one of the great things about the mcu but also like none i was like so many of these just like don't even make sense anymore together i just yes, <laughs> like, what is yes going on? that that is i think the problem with I, I it's not that i'm not excited but kang is anything timeline wise etc is already so hard to do and then when you it's spread so it out over messy. Right, so you spread it out over multiple projects that so much time lapses between them. And it's not even that that much time. We're getting so many films this year, but I'm still like, I I did not rewatch Loki going into mm-hmm. Quantumania, and I kind of regret it, but I also don't because even when we watched Loki, I remember being like, ah, oh, yes, time travel gibberish because it's not, it wasn't mm-hmm. clean, and therefore I just have to mentally be like, no, there, there's so few time travel things that are, are well, that I'm like, I, I accept, you know, are well done in a way that I'm like, I accept. <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally agree with that because we've, we've talked to time travel on here a few times and it's like, it's always, you can always find a hole in it somewhere where you're just kind of like, but then how come this? You know, like yeah. it's always, it always feels that way. And then maybe you don't overanalyze it so much, but I get that. But it's like, then when we get into like time loops and what comes for like, you know, the interstellar type of crap, I can't do it because then I'm like, no, but if that needed to happen for that to happen, then how could that have happened if that didn't happen? Right. Like, the, no. the grandfather thing, <laughs> yeah. love, whatever it is and all this, you know, I just... It's too much. I, I kind of yeah. tune out. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I agree. And that's really why, good in which case I'm in. Totally. And that's why after we, when we talked about Wakanda forever, I was like, regardless of how I felt strongly or not about the film at the time, I was like, I am still 100% more excited about what this is setting up than what, than what's coming in Quantumania. And I still stand by that. Yes. Like I'm more yep. interested on my current, when I'm looking at future movies that we know are in the works, 
one of the top ones for me right now is Thunderbolts. And it's because the hmm. idea of like, if this team of Harrison Ford by, as president, Harrison Ford, Red making Hulk, that, Harrison Ford, making Air Force One, the film. Yeah, Valentina. And like, we're going to just be like, following them as they're trying they're like leading some siege against wakanda or something or trying you know and then namor is mm-hmm. getting back like whatever it could become i'm like i am 1000 percent more interested in that than the quantum stuff and i've kind of maintained you know i'm a street level hero guy i mean black widow was my girl and I, i'm daredevil guy like i so i think i i love the things that get really big and cosmic and crazy but then i always want to get real dark because <laughs> I'm like, let's have just someone just fist fighting on the surface. I don't need. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know? no, but by, by that token, I look at something like, uh, you know, Avengers and Endgame, where it did get big and cosmic, but at the end, it was just everybody fist fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Literally everyone, all of and them, liked, all of them fist yeah, fighting. And I liked that about it, though, because it was a lot. It, yeah. it was a lot, but it was the thing I liked about it, where it's like, you brought this back down to Earth, literally. But, you know, like, yeah. but back down to like, and, and I think that did it well, because, uh, in that way, it's not my favorite MCU movie by any means, but I think that I crave. But I'm that just thinking about how they set up Thanos across multiple timelines mm-hmm. and pro- not timelines, which is properties and all this stuff. You know, yeah. I was just like, yeah, all right, it's a very oh, yeah. clean big bad. It's and it's a subtle build, and that's the thing that I'm, that drives me crazy because they're trying to do something similar with Kang, but they're trying to do it too quickly, and it's a thing yes. where like we have to remember we were getting like you watched that first Thor movie. And blink it, blink or miss it, you see an Infinity Gauntlet sitting there. It was like teasing little things that was like, and they weren't even talking about Thanos at that point, but it was just teasing things, right? And then you finally got him on that throne at the end of I forget which movie it was, but like as the and we're like, oh shit, Thanos is really coming, and you start to learn, oh, it's about the stones and all this, whatever. It was such a nice, pretty, gradual, laid out thing. Yeah. That now what they're doing feels a lot like no intentional shade, but like what DC has tried to do to catch up mm-hmm. to Marvel. Right, yeah, where it's just no, like I I... let's just throw in, you know, whatever. And now it's like Kang deserves a, a bit more than this. I hope that whatever they do with Doctor Doom, if they do it, is a little cleaner, but or at least a little more. Oh, I was laid like, people out. can't see. I'm making no, for a podcast. I have a feeling it won't be. <laughs> no, no. Well, welcome to my role. That's why I always you're, yeah, yeah, you always yeah. remind me this is a this is an audio medium. Yeah, it's just it's handled a little messily, like a little sped up, and I just would like it to get a little more back to. The Thanos anticipation was huge. Yes. Or that again. This is this is what I wanted. I thought we were leading to secret invasion and not mm-hmm. as a standalone series. I thought that's what we were going to get as our big phase set up in story because it is big and cosmic, but it's also very, you know, not human nature because they're not humans. But it, it, like we understand it's one side versus another side versus hinging it all on one character again, which I was surprised that they did because Thanos is a big, big bad. And then, you know, to do it again and have to out batty him is is a yeah. tall order. And, and you know, not that Jonathan Majors isn't up for it, but the character of Kang is just so complex. Yeah, I, I don't I'm just. But, sorry, but when it comes. I'm, but I'm to apprehensive. That point, when- Oh, totally. But to that point, when you talk about villains and that kind of thing, and Marvel does have a, or MCU has a bit of a villain issue, you bring up Secret Evasion. It's like, you know, one of the things that when Captain Marvel came out, I liked Captain Marvel when it came out, but I felt a little underwhelmed by it because it was like right after Infinity War and then the snap had happened and we were waiting for Endgame. And it was like, I just want to know what's going to happen. I don't want to, I don't care about this right now. But in years going back, I love it now a lot more than I did. That being, that was all to say. They introduced the scrolls in such a like good way in that movie. Yes, like you you care about these these 
aliens people they're yes. people there's not earth you know yeah. you yeah. care about them you know and that would have been such a cool thing to like let's start there in the yes. 90s so you already have you know <laughs> but let's build toward it and then let's have this huge oh my god half the people we've even met that we thought were this or that are scrolls like well, how cool would that and not only that happen, it, gives, but... it gives you a way because you start in the 90s right so you can you can plant those easter eggs like you were talking about like with the infinity gauntlet and all that you know you can re- you can retcon them if you need to whatever it is it feels realistic though right you know yeah like, but to not to it's not I'm not gonna say it's wasting it, but to use it all up in one storyline or like condense it. No. I, I you know, and, and we could be wrong, right? We like we don't know where yeah. everything is going, but maybe the Kang dynasty, like, like maybe the Kang problem, as I'm calling it, maybe that I don't know who, how long he's signed on for or whatnot, but maybe that will be something kind of cool, like like at a like a big event like that, and Kang is almost like a red herring for us. Like maybe it's not as big of a deal as we think it is, but who knows? Yeah, all right. I could see that. I, I would. I would accept a, a red herring. But I. I don't know. They put a lot of, put a lot of eggs in the the Jonathan Majors basket. Well, and you notice at the end in those those scenes, it's 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 interesting when you watch something like Loki and you only see like one other Tom Hiddleston and like every Kang was Jonathan Majors. <laughs> and I was like, um, okay, we're committing to like, yes, you know, <laughs> including offensive like Fu Manchu Kang. I was not. I was yeah. not about that. I was. And that, uh, yeah, that was. Was a very specific panel that I can picture in my head from a comic book, and I was like, "You didn't have to put that one in here." Yes, I, I recognized it. I was like, "I've seen this before, actually," but it exactly. didn't need to be. Uh, but you've probably you know, seen it. Kang is blue. Like a, yeah, you probably <laughs> saw it. References like this is problematic. You know, like yes, <laughs> that's you've sure seen it. You know, it's, like, it's yeah. I I thought that was a little tasteless, but yeah, it was. Uh, it was fun to see Ramatet though, and it was. <laughs> And yeah, okay, kind of sure, cool. but like, the rest, I was just was... like, uh, it, it took yeah. it, it took it all away for me. I was like, oh god. <laughs> but yeah, even, but it also just the scenario. It kind of just made this whole thing where it was like, okay, so we're just we There's met a, no we met a version of yeah. yeah we met a version of this guy in Loki, and he's dead. And then we met this king, and I liked him. He's dead. And then now it's like these other ones, and it's like, okay, cool, but. And and there, I will. I mean, in all honesty, there is an element of that in the comics where it's like King is that, yeah, that yeah, like yeah. he just won't go away because you know he's <laughs> mastered time and there's a, you know whatever. But it always manages to be a little bit of like, oh my god, what? It's King. He's back. <laughs> you know whatever. And then there's some like crazy story about what this variant went through to get there and why he's back. But this, they're kind of trying to clean it up a bit. I feel which that sounds silly because it's not clean, but they're trying to like reel it into a point where like, okay, this one. One was trying to stop all of them from wreaking havoc. He's dead. This one was trying to put them all in their places, I guess, and trying to conquer them all. He's dead. Now these ones are like, F you all, and we're all just going to unleash and be, you know, whatever. And I'm like, yeah, it's a party of kings, you know. Party of kings arrive in a timeline and just start messing everything. I don't know. It just seems a little like, I don't know that we need this. I also don't understand their goal. They're just like, let's dick around and mess up some multiverses. I don't know. Like, That's the thing, yeah. See, the more He's I talk about it, the more, more I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, and I'm wondering. We've already gone down the path. <laughs> one King story, one King thing I do like is we've talked a lot about whether Young Avengers is going to happen. And it seems like it will. They've certainly invested enough screen time now in Cassie Lang in this movie to be like, oh, we're trying to make bro. her a thing. Which yeah. I will say, I forget her name, the actress. I like her. I did not love her in this, but I usually, I, I, I like her. I'm not like, oh, you're my favorite actress of all time, but I like her. But in this, I kind of found her a little irritating. Catherine something? Catherine Newton. Catherine Newton. I think she's 
fine for the whatever. But I just it wasn't giving me that whole kind of like, yes, I want to follow you now. Yeah. Uh, it, but, it, you know, the, you know, the recasting or I don't even know what happened. I, I didn't I know. pay close attention to it, but I was just like, this wasn't such a big deal that it was like oh what a get you know like Cap- yeah, Cap- yeah. Was fine but i was like okay, yeah I but it was like okay out. but it feels clear to me like they do want to do a young avengers thing and if they do that and you do it the real way or the way in the comics the real way but the way in the comics that king does essentially start the young avengers it's like they could yeah. they could do that in a way that i think could be compelling because are you, you're familiar with that storyline, right? It's like he's just, uh, he, I mean, vaguely, yeah, yeah as, vaguely, as familiar as one could be off Wikipedia Simple, but it's like, oh, let me go send myself back in time to like stop these bullies from beating me up when I was a kid. And then, like, let me get the kid like this Iron Man technology. But then mm-hmm. the kid is like, so the kid gets saved and whatever, and then is like disgusted with what Kang has become. Like, I hate this and decides to be good and starts the Young Avengers. And so, yes, like, yes, 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 you know, okay. and I think that's I think kind I of an interesting take. When we were know? like talking about, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we were talking about Loki. We talked about that, but I think that that's kind of a fun. I always thought that was a fun thing. And there's a Young Avengers storyline that involves Wanda and Doctor Doom and all that that I really like, and I always recommend to people. And I think that that would be a really cool thing to see adapted somehow. Yeah, but I don't know because that's what I'm saying. Is like we don't know how far we're going to go with what Kang's use in the MCU is, but if his ultimate purpose here ends up being that he starts the Young Avengers and that's how what they're doing and leading us to, it's kind yeah. of fun. so we'll see. But you know, it's harmless. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It's it's passable is my thing. Yeah. I'm just like it's it's. I don't think anybody's going to go back in five years, ten years, or even now, however many weeks out, and be like, my favorite film is Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania. And it's not going to be like a like like a cult classic either or something, you know. Yeah. Like, it's not even though it's now one of like the lowest rated or whatever, right next to Eternals or something. I still believe that there's a world where Eternals in like five years might be more appreciated than it was when it came out. I don't think Ant Man: Quantumania will be more appreciated in five years. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, so this is you know my big thing about Rotten Tomatoes that I think people don't know or forget or whatever it is is like as as a tomato meter approved critic, yeah. you, you can only rate it. It's a binary. It's either rotten or right. um, what is it like fresh? And and the fresh, thing is, yeah. it doesn't take into account like our relative rating because we all have different rating scales, right? Some people yeah. are out of tens, some people are stars, some people whatever. And so it it is hard to aggregate. I think, yeah, you know, overall what it, it looks yeah, like. it definitely is. But it's always the thing that gets all these articles turned to the most is like, oh, is is it fresh? Is it rotten? All this stuff, whatever. And it's now the lowest rated next to Eternals, I guess, of all the MCU movies or whatever. And it's like, it is not the worst MCU film. It is not by any means one of the best ones. But no. <laughs> it is just there. You know, it's fine. Yeah, it, it existed. And MODOK exists. I was <laughs> just going to say, I was like, we, we need to talk about MODOK because yes, we do. that n- nightmare-inducing yeah. creature. I was, I was also, did you watch the MODOK show on Hulu? It was mm-hmm. an animated show. I, yeah. I really liked that show. And a was little, funny, yeah. a little bit of me was hoping that Patton Oswalt was gonna be the like it was gonna be basically like a transferred over and legitimize or yeah. not legit, but, you know, canonize that show. But I nightmares. It's just the face was. Yeah. I hated it. I hated it so much. It was the most, and it was like one of those things where that those were moments where I was like, "What am I watching?" Like all I could kept all I kept thinking was like, "God, this is so accurate to like what Modoc is like." And the like, you know, like yeah, being no, a little the, the at times, but it was like it, so accurate. Like yeah. Well, yeah, but everything about it was like, this is so MODOK, even though it's a different character. But I thought they made it work in a way that was like, oh, you actually kind of gave him an origin that made more sense than his original one. 
But yeah. I mean, in the in the way that it's like I could believe that Corey Stoll got like you know, and then the yeah, way yeah, he got yeah. collapsed and stuff, it like but yeah, whatever. But I just kept thinking like, this is like <laughs> gliding off the page, Modoc. But it was an example of like, this is kind of the like just because we can. Yes, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean you should. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like because I don't know how to make it like not stupid, you know. So I appreciate yeah. leading into the stupid, but also I was like, did who did we need this? Like, did, <laughs> I, think oh, I, I don't think we need it. Just the, 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 you know, oh my God. I just, the way CGI has come so far and yet that is the face design we get. It's like a, an intentional yeah. character design choice that made, it was made that it was just absolutely horrifying to me that I hated, yeah. I hated it. It was one of those examples of, yeah, the face was almost a little too inspired by what it looks like in the comics to where they, they, well, it's, to, they it's like, not uncanny Valley because I was like, this doesn't look like a human, but the, yeah, yeah. the like they didn't cartoonify it enough for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I feel that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a lot, but it was. I but he did yeah. give me. I mean, and you know, I have my humor is very weird sometimes. Like sometimes, like dumb humor, I don't like it. Sometimes I love it. I don't know, but I was kind of like on the fence about some of his some of his stuff in the movie. But yeah. by the end, when he was like the at least I'll die in Avengers, Day, I laughed. <laughs> yeah, that was... like, their reactions, Paul Rudd's reaction to it and stuff like that's when you talk about. Paul Rudd versus like Jonathan Majors or whatever. Modoc versus Ant Man. That's the energy that Ant Man needs. Yes, that was that like, was what that works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but like because it's too Kang like it's just, the weirdness yeah. of it versus the self seriousness yeah. of Kang. Well, it's that, but also even just looking at like logically, like what we're dealing with here, like this is so out of Ant Man's league. And I thought that when oh, 100%, even yeah. when we heard that this was when he was being introduced, I knew they wouldn't go this dark, but. The way the story could have been helped is if Kang literally obliterated all of them and Cassie got out and like like well, Hope and and Scott were dead and the quantum yes, realm. Yes, or at least you know? at least I thought they were gonna get trapped in the quantum realm and it wasn't yeah, gonna like, be like yeah. two seconds happy... later. Oh, don't worry, we like open the yeah. the portal thing. We're good. We're great now. Yeah, exactly. I, like no, this is bringing up more questions that I meant. Not to discredit her, but at what point did she become a super genius, uh, Cassie? Cassie, because... I know that was the thing. I was like, was look, I, Scott is your dad. Your mom seems like yeah. relatively, you know, grounded yeah. and not to say that she's not smart, but yeah. you don't come from the super genius line. Like, you yeah, know. well, that's the thing is, and she is very, very smart in the comics and all of this stuff, but she also isn't like a quantum I mean, physicist. Well, that, but also <laughs> at, like, like she 17 isn't 17 like, or whatever she is. Well, totally right. And untrained, but then also at that level, it's also, she's, she's had a very different life in the comics than she's had in this. And this has been like father abandonment and all these things. Like, I think they touch on that stuff in the comics, but she's not, it, it was less believable here for sure. And it was yeah. like, okay. And that's not to say but, like women can't be know. smart and be super geniuses, no, but it, they, they did well, nothing to explain. Yeah. You're not you know? nudging on Janet, you know what I mean? But it's like, no, yeah, you can believe it. Cause this is Michelle, just Michelle Fiverr, first of all. And also, but it's like, she's, of an age where, like, she's lived an entire lifetime we have not been privy to seeing. But, like, yeah. we watched Cassie grow up, and we don't really see when. <laughs> when she suddenly. When and I get it. The idea of being, like, oh, she and, hey, yeah, she and Hank are, like, Hank. hanging out in there for. But I was like, that's not. The five-year quantum. No. 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 Like, so, come on. It's too much. Unless you set her up it, as a super genius, which they did yeah. not. But it but almost I, just say it belittles, belittles the, uh, the actual, like, crazy. Super geniuses. That type of work. The other thing that I that I bumped on the most, though, I will say, was it's fine. But I was like, in this movie where you're just like, oh, this is silly, this and that, whatever. The story's already silly, but then you literally wrote in a line that the ants must have passed through this like 
weird time thing that made them just live a thousand years in the future or something and become these technologically advanced ants. And I was like, I liked the ant thing. I liked they were involved. I thought that was fun when Hank showed up with his army of ants. I liked it. Yeah. But that line was such a convenient, like, we need a way. And like the the flashback of the flashback of them like conquering a civilization. Like I was like, I can't do this. Whatever they were doing, like making that I was like, this is too far. Too far. I kind of loved but, it. I loved it. I don't know why. I just the idea of the ants like, as. I like the idea of them being there, but I was already buying when he was like saying they were already advanced when they were up yeah, on yeah, yeah, yeah. I could have bought they were just advanced ants, but writing in a line that they, they went and they lived for a thousand years or something. I mean, you know, maybe it's like <laughs> dog years. <laughs> like, you know, but it was just something where I was like, oh, of course the ants I, all yeah, felt Yeah, of course the ants. Like, yeah. No, it was no, just a you're, you're, you didn't need fair. to do, but it was. I mean, whatever. Yeah. It didn't ruin the film. It was fine, but <laughs> yeah, just got a big eye roll from me. The other things I'm trying to think of the other things. There's oh, there, there is zero chemistry, sexual like romantic chemistry between Paul Rudd and yeah. Evangeline Lilly. Like, not, like not none whatsoever. The no, fact not that a they, single like, thing. Eskimo kiss at the end, <laughs> and part of me, it was, part of me was like. Yeah. Is this because he knows she's like anti-vax or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, I was like, mm, <laughs> and he was yeah. just like not getting the road. I mean, he might, you know, obviously yeah. if you're like that close to somebody's face, you're probably. Not, but it's just it was. Why are we even pushing this anymore? You know. <laughs> yeah, my my big thing was obviously you know it's I'm annoyed by her anti-vax stance on all science, that, all that all that stuff. Yeah, and then starring yeah. in the science movie, but I did feel, and I don't know if it was because of that or because. It's just the way they wanted to take the story. But I did feel that there was so much more of an emphasis on Cassie and much less on Hope in this one. And mm. I was, and even though I didn't, I wasn't in love with Cassie in the movie, I was kind of like, okay with that. Because I really liked Hope in the first one a lot. And then in the second one, when it's Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, I liked her a lot. And I think it's fun to watch her fight because I love the way she flies. I think it's super cool. And I just felt like in this, it was like she wasn't very utilized. And it felt like it was, I don't know if, again, I don't know if it was because they were like, well, you suck. Or if it's just where the story was going. But I was okay with it. And I was like, honestly, talking about mouthful names, you didn't have to call this Ant-Man and the Wasp anymore. It could just be Ant-Man Quantumania. True. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like at that point, it was, it, you know, the sequel felt very much like, this is our buddy team up. But this wasn't like that. This was like, we got separated and we're all, I guess if Janet's the Wasp and maybe it's like, that's. Weird. Ooh, that's <laughs> but, true. That's true. Because it's two Ant-Men it and two, story. two Wasps. Yeah. Yeah. So it may, it's fine, but it's oh, just. One of those I never thought about it. The Janet. Look, well, let's go with Janet's Wasp, and that's why she gets to be in the yeah, title. Yeah, she's the Wasp. She's the original yeah. Wasp, and it is her story, really. So. In I didn't. Th- yeah. The other. Well, it's Kings, but it's her, you know. Yeah. The other two callouts I wanted to make was the. I don't know what her character's name was, but I know what the actress's name now because I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I love you. Katie O'Brien was the leader of the um, Quantumanians or whatever. The, yeah. like, Amazonian-esque one. I was like, whoa, who are you? Yeah, she was cool. I wanted more of her, but she was cool. I, I gotta guess we will see her in something else. And then... I'm sure. the fuck was Bill Murray doing here? Like, what? Honestly, what's... nobody knows. And I know he... I know he exists in the comics or has... I don't really know him, but I know he's been a thing before and I've heard the name. But what I liked about your favorite, like, gooey hole guy and then the psychic <laughs> and then our warrior sorry, lady... I'm Veb? Veb. Veb. <laughs> Oh, I yeah. Said, Veb, I thought okay. it was Zeb, but I guess it's Zeb. Zeb, Veb, yeah. But the three of them, what I liked about that is like, unless I'm crazy, I don't think they exist in the comics at all. Like those, those actual specific characters. And I liked yeah. that because it was yeah. the thing where, I, 
like I've said many times when we've talked about like I'm I get sticklery and I get like irritated when you make a character and change them entirely. I'm like, just make a new character. Like it's cool. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so sure. I really, really appreciated that they were just new characters. And I guarantee you, if not all of them, at least one or two of them, they will show up, start showing up in comic books. Uh, yeah. And that's super cool. For sure. Let's never it, forget. Uh, that's how that's how one our one Harley Quinn was made. She was never in a comic book. She was in that anime. I did not series know that. And, I mean, I knew, I know it now, but like I, yeah, but she's one of the most iconic Batman villains of all time, and she was created in that series, not even in that comic. So it's like, well, I don't know of all time, but villains of the Batman of all time, but she's, she's yeah, iconic, I and it's like it no, can I happen. I'm like, yeah, just let's just yeah, let's just make new characters. You know, if you if you need one to serve a purpose, let's not change See? someone else. We say that, and then so the the the. I called her the Amazonian lady, but I guess the character's name Gentora. And there's a Gentora, but it's it is a character. It's like a minor, minor character. Mm. But she's, you know, she's green and has like a separate by backstory and uh, you know, has something yeah. with like it's probably a, a different and... one, but it's like it's like create yeah, a name then like, that's different then. Yeah. Just pick something else. But yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I um it was fun. It was it was a blip on the the road to fa- the next the you know, wherever we are in this current phase. Yeah, and I, you know, my current hope for the future, where I guess where I'll leave it there, is like I, I hope with, we already saw the Marvels got pushed in November, mm-hmm. and that's like our other film this year, right? No, nope. uh, uh, Guardians. Oh, because Guardians is coming, duh. Okay, Guardians but we were going like to be getting three months. <laughs> yeah, but we were getting Guardians and then Marvels and then something else in the winter, so they already kind of started the slowing it down a little bit, or they're trying yeah. to like adjust that schedule. My hope is that. We're going to get back to a place of being able to be like looking forward to these movies again. Because that's the thing is occasionally I do. There's one or two like I'm really excited about like that I wanted to see like great. But I was sitting there waiting for this movie to start and I was like I am not even like looking forward to it. I just was like okay I'm about to watch a movie. But I used to be sitting there in those seats Dana and I would be just like I cannot wait for this. And would eat up like I can't wait for the like the credit scene and all this whatever. And, oh, what are they yeah. gonna do? And it's like, it was an event. Part, yeah, part of it is you know we you get used to it, so of course it's not gonna be the same as it was in 2011, right? But yeah, I hope that we can capture a little bit more of that. Like like a- absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like give us a little bit it less does. and let us let us look forward to something coming. Like by the time Marvels comes around in the fall, I want to be like really excited for it. Agreed. Yeah, I'm not gonna say. It. Dread is absolutely the wrong word, but I find myself stressed out for seeing these at this point because it feels like homework sometimes right now. And part of me wishes that they had just wiped the slate clean after Endgame Mm -hmm. and and just been like, here's all the new peoples. Goodbye. (laughs) I totally agree with you. And that that comes from someone who like, I love the Black Widow movie and I wanted that movie to happen, but I wouldn't. I mean, that could have existed in it because it was a prequel, right? But like. Sure, sure. But I just mean like, I agree. Like, I'm just like, just give us new everything and just, you know, but it it gets so convoluted and complicated. And it's like, no. And also it's just like, I, because I think about this when I review them, like this is. There's no clean entry point at this point. You have to do so much homework, like I was saying. Like, I, you, you can't just pick up a Marvel movie. at the, Well, that's not true because yeah. I argued that at least Shang-Chi, I was like, yeah, you could pick this up and probably, yeah. you know, start fresh. Now, once it goes anywhere else into it, you're screwed. But, like, uh, you know, that yeah. at least is a standalone. But some people's entry point, okay. remember, we talked about was was WandaVision. And we were like, what? Like, I guess you could, I guess you're capable of liking it, but how could you care about these people? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, like, what, so do you not understand the trauma this woman has been through? Like, totally. 
But what they have done, I feel, is they've alienated or, or kind of they're isolating themselves from the casual fan. It's yeah. becoming too much. Like, we feel overwhelmed by it. Someone like my sister, who is a fan of the movie, like, she likes the stuff. She, it's too much. She's just kind of like, uh, okay, like, I, it's at a point where I tell her which ones to watch half the time. She'll go, if she's really interested, she'll go, obviously. But it's a thing yeah, yeah. where it's and, like. And it's not just like, she won't watch it when it's on, like, Disney Plus or something at some point. Totally. But it's, but, it's just about, like, the immediacy like, of seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, and and she, but she'll she'll watch it on Disney Plus. But if she's kind of like, well, I don't really know what one that one is. She may never because it's just like, oh, really? It's I don't. Yeah, she's just kind of like, you know, she hasn't. She's not watching some of the shows. She didn't watch Moon Knight. She hold, but she's just like, she's like, it's too much. She's bowed out of a lot of it because it's like, it's too aggressive to try to keep up with all of it. And I don't blame her. I get it, you know. But yeah, I, I feel like there are people who are less fans than she is or less of a level of fan than she even was or is and like you're gonna you start losing some of those people and that's that's kind of rough because then you're just in a cycle a cycle of just like well the fans are there and you're either there or you're not and yeah this is for you or it is not and it's kind of like well you want it to be the summer blockbuster type of film so you want it to be accessible to everybody yeah but it's hard. we'll see we'll see what happens in the next few phases yeah we will. <laughs> That's the thing is we definitely That's will. The thing. We will we'll be there or not. We'll be there. Um, but yeah. uh, we watched a couple other things this week very quickly. I want to talk about characters with zero romantic chemistry. Let's talk about your place or mine. Very, very briefly. I Honestly, you could have gone either way. <laughs> oh, that's with true. Like, that's I was like, which one's she going to say? No, I but felt like there was like a tiny there bit. There was a little more. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, but very briefly, because I, out of morbid curiosity, and my friends convinced me to watch the film, mm -hmm. you know, watched Your Place Your Mind, because I saw the the press photos of Ashton and Reese just standing mild, looking like they hated each other. Like, and guess what? It looked like they hated each other. I had like a, a mild sense of, I don't even want to call it hope, but a mild sense of like, Maybe this will be maybe this will be decent just because no. it's them and they can both just especially Reese, but like they can just do whatever they want at this point. So like, why bother doing this if it's not like a fun? You know, like I don't know. Reese has been in her share of like fun romantic comedies. You know, like she's yeah, in more better ones, more decent ones than she is in bad ones. And I thought, well, okay, hopefully it'll just it'll be fine. Like whatever, it looked like a movie. Like and I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> and man, I just ooh. I, I didn't hate it, but I, I felt nothing. Like you said, no chemistry. No, I, I just felt empty. I felt empty. something, and it was anger. Well, anger, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I will say there was a, I mean, I think it was called out for this, but there was some playful, playfully interesting use of split screen that I thought got a little much at times, but also, like, I never liked split screen, so the fact that I was, like, okay with it at all oh, felt no, okay I to me, but it was... It felt a little gimmicky. It felt a little trying too hard, but it was fine. I don't know. It just there is no world in which these characters ever like I uh, I never like zero chemistry. Also, that's not to say that they are old, but they are too fucking old to be playing these specific characters. Like this yes. should not have been written as the mom of a you know whatever. Yeah however you're old and all of this I, I, I like know, know thyself oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, they're only a year apart in age <laughs> i know but they're just enough past the line of like these people should have been younger 
five years younger and experiencing this. Like it's just you're yeah. even more. Well, I don't know, but this just... is this is very unfair. But I I assumed Reese was like much older than he is. But I think mm. it's because he has been playing young characters for so long yeah. versus she has played. She has like you know appropriately matured with her characters. Yes. And, yes. But anyway, yeah. Oh God, no! It was just. Yeah, it was a bummer. It. <laughs> and and I mean, it, honestly, the tagline for this podcast at this point, because we've said it so many times, should be like, your rom-com script can be mediocre as long as there is really good chemistry. It could yeah. be entertaining still. And they just can't seem to do this lately. It's just like, we're just going to keep on throwing no chemistry and then write the story that we hope you like the story enough. Yeah. <laughs> they're never great. Like, so it's like, I don't know. Of, like, there's us. I, you know what we are not gonna go into because all these like moments are spiking in my brain of just like <laughs> why is she if she's that old and that smart like why is she wearing heels around New York City like this and like how old is Zoe Chow's character supposed to be and, like why doesn't she just go for the hot publishing man and, you know it's just all it's, uh, none of it made any sense and then they like see each other at the end and they just have to make out it's like, oh my god and it's like I don't believe you no. How much did that King's luxury box cost? Like, you know, these are questions I have that. Why did Tig Nataro agree to be in this? <laughs> yeah, well, it was just such a, and again, I get happy endings are a thing and we like that for rom-coms and stuff, but it was such a pretty, unbelievable, pretty bow at the yeah. end that there was like, oh, and he's a, and he's doing really well on the hockey team. And oh, now you are a published this. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Also, it's like six the, months later. No, the kid's medical condition seemed much more like they were like, "Oh no, he had a like a whatever again." I was like, "Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! Like, That's what? really actually bad." Like, yeah, you know, like maybe she was right to be concerned about his health. <laughs> but, yeah, but no, but she was an overbearing mom. Remember, it was like, oh, oh yes, well, you know. Anyway, I too much. Truly, I'm not gonna say I regret watching it, but I also kind of regret watching. <laughs> It'd be better if you hadn't, you know. It's probably. The morbid curiosity got to me. And again, my friends were saying it's just truly bad. And I was like, all right. Well, like I said, I had a glimmer of whatever you'd want to call it. You can call it hope if you want. But it's just a glimmer that, like, maybe this would be fun. This this is like Don't Worry Darling in which the uh, press tour or whatever it is around it is more interesting than, and, like, forced me. It it tricked me. They both tricked me into watching the movies. Yeah. (laughs) It worked. I just also, you know, again, not to harp too much on the the, the whole, like, he doesn't want to be accused of having a, a affair if he puts his arm around Reese Witherspoon on the red carpet. I was like, what? Like, how bad is <laughs> What have you done that you, I mean, I I know there's right. probably like weirdness with Demi and stuff like that, but I'm just like, okay, let's, uh, that's. It was know. a lot. It's, it, was it was much. Like, okay. It was much. Yeah. It was too much. Okay. Well, speaking of other things with no chemistry, I felt like. It wasn't as bad. I was joking. No, was, you're, yeah, it, okay. But so we watched Sharper on Apple TV, which I feel like the only reason I knew about it, and I feel like we're both very plugged into the scheduling of things, is I, I keep getting like sponsored ads for it on like mm-hmm. YouTube and stuff like that. Finally, I was, and, and I was like, oh, wait, it came out. I guess I should watch it. Well, and they're all accompanied with like a tagline that's like, a film like this only comes around once every decade or something. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I was like, a film like what? Yeah, like, like it was, it was fine. But I'm just saying, a film like what? Like you're acting like this I don't even know if it was fine. I felt like I it mean, was. Yeah, yeah. I, I really wish I had not seen the featurette or the whatever commercial thing I saw because it basically like gave it away mm. in the marketing materials, and I was like, okay. 
Yeah, see, I kept seeing it advertised, but I didn't ever actually watch a trailer, which is odd because usually I do that. Yeah. And so I just kept seeing like, or like it'd be playing, but no audio and I wouldn't turn the audio on. So I don't even know what they were saying, but I kept seeing the poster and stuff like that. And then it turns out a, like a friend of a friend, she's like a acquaintance of mine, whatever, did the posters for it. And I was like, oh. oh, so she started posting them all. And I was like, I was like on Instagram. I was like, God, it's seeing so much sharper stuff. But she was posting individual, like here's my, this one, here's this. And I was yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was not you. sponsored. It was <laughs> actually <laughs> organic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First time I was ads, I was like, ooh, like you are really trying to push this movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I my thing, I guess when I say the chemistry part too, it's like the part of it that I'm not joking about is I did not think Justice Smith was very good in this movie, and I was having a hard time believing in anything most things he said i guess and so it was hard like when we're, we're introduced right away to like watch this love story you know and like that's how we're supposed to get into the film is watching how they fall in love and then finding yeah. out okay he's double crossed it was hard for me but he was okay but then toward the end i thought he got worse and worse and worse and then when you find out that okay obviously everyone knows spoilers but we you find out that okay that that last gig he was in on and all this so he was acting yeah, <laughs> you know, what I mean? thinking that I'm like, oh, okay, maybe there was that. I don't know. It was just kind of tough for me, but I, I, don't I, know. I don't know if he was any worse than anyone else, is what I'll say. Okay. Except for I actually thought Brianna Middleton, who played the Sandra, I mm-hmm. thought she was good. You know, I thought she was, and maybe good. it was That's good what for was what good. she was given. But I, I was like, yeah. oh, well, I think have, I was watching her. <laughs> Well, watching her up against him, I think that was probably wrong because I thought she was kind of standout. And I thought that. But even watching her against like Sebastian was, Stan, I was like. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was. Yeah, she was good. And she was usually the most interesting thing about the scenes that she was in. But the the other thing I had with it and, you know, some of my favorite movies are full of characters that I do not like. So it's not or that are not right. likable yeah. people or something. So it's not to say, oh, you have to have this redeemable thing. But. It gave me the vibe, like, by the end of this, it gave me this, like, feeling that they wanted us to be, like, rooting and, like, for her and kind of, like, yeah, she's, yeah, get them. As if she also didn't do something super terrible. And then she, because she's all, like, this morality issue at the end, and she's just like, how could you do that, blah, blah. And it's like, but you did it. And the only reason you came clean is because you saw Julianne Moore in the paper as getting all of his money, and you know she's a con woman. And it irritated you. And so then you decided yeah. it wasn't like you just actually grew a conscience and then decided to right, like, right, right, right. Back. There was something in it for so, you, yeah. It was like your moral story here. It's fine, but I don't. I didn't like the ending making me try to like. And now they're the cute, like, oh, now they're gonna go get Japanese food again. And I'm like, I was like, ew. I wanted him to be like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> then have it just be like, I did this so I could get things right, but like, f you, like you know. Right. But it felt like she was supposed to have been redeemed, and I didn't feel the redemption. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I felt anything in it. And that's what, you know, yeah. that's what, I think that is the core of the problem. And, I, you're, you know, I, I also feel like the film thought it was simultaneously smarter than it was. And also that the audience was dumber than it could be, mm-hmm. which happens a lot, you know. But I, I was just like, don't give me the chat. The, the chapters annoyed me in this. I don't always object to that, but I'm like, oh, this is annoying. And. Yeah, it. I don't think it trusted its audience, and and it was telling it, that didn't. it was te- over. It over telegraphed the wrong things. Yeah, it it did the thing where, kind of like let's say not to totally sway away from it, but like 
we've both been watching uh, Poker Face, right? Mm-hmm. And it did this kind of the storytelling device in a way that Poker Face is doing. And I think Poker Face is doing pretty well. Yeah. But where it's showing you a story. You don't know why you should care about these people yet, but you know something's going to happen. Like, right, whatever. There's always something was always conned at the end of these stories that we were getting in this film, too. Something's going to happen. Poker Face, someone's going to die. So you're kind of like, okay, who's it going to be and why, right? And you get yeah. that information. And then we're like, let's go back in time and see how she gets involved and how she's going to solve this, right? Yeah. This felt like it was, okay, this will culminate in something happens. And then we're going to introduce something about a character. Let's say Julianne Moore. Okay, you find out when you, after you meet her, you find out, oh, she's not his mom. They work together and they're weird and sexy. Yeah. And then it goes to her story. So it's like, okay. Here's this little twist, and then now they're going to make you watch this whole other thing about why you should care about her. Like, right? It was like introducing ideas and then yeah. going back to try to make you care about the people that they showed the ideas about. And I was like, I'm kind of bored. I just I, was like, I wonder if this would have worked better as a series. I think it would have. I thought that same thing. Not necessarily that's with the same of. characters or, you know, the same actors or whatever, but I was just like, the idea, though. Hmm, yeah. Yeah. Because I think I. Think- I, I I saw it compared to Succession, which I don't watch because I find it too mm-hmm. stressful. But I was like, oh, yeah, okay. It was trying to be Succession, but not as drawn out or well-written, probably. Yeah, no, no, probably. And I think, yeah, I think a series would have served it well. I, I, It's hard. I like con artist movies, but sometimes I just want, like, we're going to have a heist or something. It's Let's really just, good. like, keep it, yeah. keep it contained and just give us a movie that's, like, a fun heist. This wasn't fun. Yeah. And I think it should have been fun. It could be as serious as it was, but it still, it was, it didn't feel juicy to me. It never felt like, there, yes, and another that is reveals, a great word. Yes, it never, yeah. nothing, there was no satisfaction out of any of the reels because they no. telegraphed a lot of it too early. Yeah. But they were just like, here's a reveal. And it's like, okay. And then it's like, oh, here's why you should care about that reveal. And I was like, well, I want to already care oh, too about late. It when it happens. Yeah. yeah. It's like, make me care first and then give me these reveals. That's like, oh my God, she double crossed him. What? It's like, yeah. The the only thing that I took away from it in a positive light was that she seems good and she is going to be in the um, Metropolis miniseries. Mm, okay, cool. Yeah, and she and she was good. And I, uh, I think it, it was largely style over substance, but I think that the style was I liked it. Like I was like, okay, you could you could make a film in this style that I think I would really enjoy. Yeah, I. I always find it weird when a film sets itself. This is, I'm going to tie this back to Ant-Man in a very strange way. I find it weird when a film sets itself in a place like New York city and it, we only see the five characters in it. Right. Or we only see yeah. the six or seven, whatever things. And we don't actually, I was like, why are you, why are you setting in here? So I, I get it because it's New York city and it's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's where are the rich people and where can we pull this off? But I, I just was like, Oh, we, we had a budget. And we spent it on production value and, we, and we, you know, the set dressing and stuff like that. Yeah. This read as rich person home, mm-hmm. but it did not read as New York city to me. And I was like, no, it didn't feel like New York city at all. This is weird. I did like the beds though. I liked <laughs> Julianne Moore's weird bed frame. Like her, like I liked it. The, whatever the, the back, whatever you call that. What's the headboard. The headboard. And yeah. then, um, and then I think it was his bed, justice's bed. when she was like detoxing. And it oh, was like I this all black, like whatever. I was like, I was like, ooh, I like this. Like I was, I was very attracted. Like some of the set design, I was like, okay, but yeah, it didn't feel New York either to me. It felt yeah. like maybe upstate, but it's not. Well, you're no, not it in just Manhattan. it felt like a, a set designer's version of. But it, it's not just yeah. the set design, right? It's just like oh, the interactions, like the settings yeah. of it. You know, mm-hmm. yes, they're at these. They go to this Japanese restaurant, or he's in this little bookstore, but like not once does anybody else walk by or any. Anyway, it's, it it's like quiet. the little things that make it feel hollow, and yeah. like. 
it set in a set or a you know green screen volume or whatever it is you know that type of stuff i i feel and i think a lot of people feel subconsciously but mm-hmm. i noticed it about this one in particular yeah no it's it's, it's very true it felt quiet would you recommend sharper to anyone i don't i think we both agree that we wouldn't recommend your place or mine what? it's short of the the horror factor <laughs> yeah but i ha- i haven't I don't think so. I don't. If someone said, should I watch it? I'm really interested in it. I wouldn't be like, no, don't do it. I'd be like, well, check it out, I guess. But I, I don't think I, I don't think I can't picture anyone or a type of person that I would be texting and be like, oh, you should watch Sharper if you haven't. I would, can, I think I might warn people off of it. Would you? Yeah, I'd be like, just, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I would tell them, I'd be like, well, I didn't think it was great, but you know. Yeah. I would like, I would be like, oh, it's, it could have been a fine background watch, but because you do have, you know, it is a a crime thriller. I was like, you kind of have to pay attention, but. You'll be lost at some point. I think even at some point, like I was like, wait, I thought, wait, so I thought that was his mom. And then I was like, oh wait, no, 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 they're pretending. But it was like. That was the thing. They were trying to like twist their way out of it. And I was like, well, you could have just followed the straight line and it could have been much more interesting actually no totally but yeah but to that point it's like as a background watch you're just going to end up being like i don't even know what's going on yeah (laughs) because you you do need to like pay some attention yes all right well we're watching what very quickly do we watch other things the last few weeks i checked out hello tomorrow uh on apple tv plus is it hello tomorrow is that what it's called billy credit oh yes yeah yeah i completely forgot i only watched the first episode so far but I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Okay. I, I don't if not like, oh my god, it's amazing. But I really I like Billy and it's very Billy heavy. At least the first episode is. I don't love Billy. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I, I like Billy. And I so I was like, okay, I'm I'm into that. And then it, it it could very well be too much style over substance by the end of it. I don't really know. So we'll mm-hmm. see how it progresses. I don't know. I can't make the judgment yet. But yeah. It's a cool looking world though. It's unfortunately kind of like the don't worry darling type of thing pleasantville but it's like it's it's futuristic in a way that's like kind of fun and retro it's cool it's it, it okay. reminds me of tomorrowland to be honest like it reminds me <laughs> and some of the voiceover i was like i feel like i'm at disneyland which made me happy or like watching oh, oh you're talking about the <laughs> actual tomorrowland not the not the movie tomorrow not the movie but like no but kind of like but kind of like what the vibes that tomorrowland i think was yeah was, it's uh, trying to instill thought, okay. thought up yeah. thought up when it yeah. got created and i think of like the commercial of walt like this is a happy place and all the disneyland whatever um, okay. It reminded me of that. But anyway, kind of fun. And then I've still been watching Shrinking and I'm enjoying it. I, this oh, last no, episode, I'm very much enjoying it. Yeah. yeah, this last episode, I laughed out loud several times and I got choked up at the end. And I was like, okay, this is doing it for me now. <laughs> like, it took a minute to get me like invested enough, but I'm invested. I think about them. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I'm st- I'm, I'm probably ahead of you. So I will not say Oh, yeah, I'm now. only whatever's aired. So, yeah. Yeah, I was like, what is aired? Oh, the one, oh the one, no, the, I know what this last episode was. Woof. It's called Woof. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And it, at the end of it was, was Harrison was calling his daughter to tell her she, he has Parkinson's. And he got choked yes. up when he's, like, getting on the phone with her. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like, it, it just got Yeah, I, I liked it. I, we, ne- we didn't talk about it when we first started talking about shrinking. But I was, like, really worried because Harrison was, like, visibly shaking when he's holding the phone. And obviously, you know, it's an Apple show. And you yeah. see them holding the, like, all, nobody has a uh, phone case to save their life. <laughs> Um, yeah. but, but I was like, oh my God, is Harrison okay? And then yeah. I realized, I was like, oh, it's a character thing. Okay. It is, he's, <laughs> like, he is an actor. <laughs> he is an actor. Yeah. He, you know, he yeah. got me. He got yeah. Me no, he's, he's still Harrison, but he, but he's doing some stuff in it that I'm like, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm kind of like, I don't give him enough. I love Harrison. We all love Harrison. Right. But like, 
I don't give him as enough credit. I don't think sometimes for like he's an actor, which I, you know he's often the same and very like he has his ways. He doesn't disappear yeah. by any means. But he's giving he's doing something a little sub- more subtle than I think he usually does here. Uh, that I am liking. I'm digging it. Yeah. So that's been fun. Yeah. Let's see. I watched. What did I watch? Oh, I watched Magic Mike's Last Dance since we last met. <laughs> it was. Well, it, I mean, again, it's similar. It's no, it's similar to actually, it's not similar to Quantumated, but it, in that it's gotten so far from like the source of what it was. Yeah. But, but I, I, you know, I am a curmudgeon at the theater. I'm very much like a shut your mouth, don't talk, don't do whatever. However, the screening I was at was treating it like it was Magic Mike Live. And I went to see it on a particularly rough day and it mm. lifted my spirits. Like it was, oh, okay. yeah, it, it was, it was good. It was good it was, in that. It was for you. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, you know, ever the, the, the like ridiculousness of the crowd was, it, you know, I, I hate to use the word contagious at this point, but it, it, it you know, it, it, you felt the vibe and I was like, Oh, this was worth it. Had I seen it alone or, you know, at like a more mm-hmm. serious screening or something like that, I would have been like, this is the worst. This is terrible. But um, yeah. yeah, I had fun. So if you, well, if you that's know. my main, that's my main thing. I always say about why I'm, a, I'm a theater goer. Like, and I, like, I want movie theaters to like do well and stay around forever. Cause there, it can be like that. Like contagious is a good yeah. word. It's, yeah, you know, but that it's good for comedy. It's good for this kind of like, this is a C level. Spe- spectacle. Like, it's a spectacle. spectacle. Yeah. Spectacle yeah. and it's good for the fun action stuff. The Avengers movies were so yeah. fun and crowds, like right? And it's for horror, for Brady, which is comedy yes. as well. Yes. But yeah, totally. Yeah. Or it's really good for if you're into that kind of thing. I know you're not, but like when uh, the, when the audience is reacting to the jumps and things. Oh like no, that, totally. It, it's, like I, it's so much better, you know. Because what did I see? I remember I saw Get Out early and mm. with like a small crowd, and I was like. Uh, (laughs) i still thought it was a spectacular film i was like oh and then i saw it again with like a big crowd and i was like "Uh uh-huh there we go there we go like Mm -hmm. this is the way to do it um Mm -hmm. the other film i saw was called hidden blade which is Mm, tony it's a tony leung spy movie that just came out okay i i was it was it was a style over substance and and he's very good in it but there are too many other things that distract from him and it's a bummer yeah, I was just like, no. Yeah, I love him, but yeah. I've heard of it, but I don't know much about it than that. So it was. I, this is such a weird minor pet peeve of mine, but so you know, it takes place in uh, World War Two, and it's about like uh, Chinese and Japanese spies and all this stuff, and they're all speaking different dialects or straight up different languages, and all understand each other without any context of being like, oh, by the way, that guy speaks Japanese. Uh, I was just like, what? That's not how this works. That's yeah. There's no universal translator. That's where that's where like the the hyper fantasy kind of thing kind of like going back to quantum mania, but drinking that goo and then you can just understand people. It was like that's the kind of crap you need. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like being able to just, just get rid of language barrier and just right. understand and that this, is, this movie this doesn't like have it. But very grounded, you know. That's what I mean, is you can't do it like that. So it's like it's hard, but then it's like it, you're gonna notice. You're like, well, hello, why Well, part of me was like do other people not? Know? I think you that's know, part of it. I think you, they bank on that, other people not noticing. Right. Well, but it, literally anybody who speaks one of the three languages slash dialects spoken know. would immediately be yeah. like, these are other things, you know? Because mm-hmm. like, maybe if you don't know the difference between, I, I, would, I would hope you would, but like, not you personally, you, you would, but like Chinese and Japanese no, sound yeah. very different to mm-hmm. me at least. But 
uh, you know, yeah. I was like, oh, you uh, yeah, all right. It's hard. It's yeah. It's it's hard to say. Like I, I'd have, I, I, I think yes. But then it's like if I was watching a movie and not thinking about it, I don't know. I'd like to think I would right. notice. So, but so I like, thought like Pachinko did something interesting where I was, I was like, oh, just going to say color. Pachinko. Right. Yeah. But and then Wakanda Forever did it right after that, where they oh, made yeah. all the they made uh, Talukan like oh, they were all blue, you know. Right. And then even when like Okoye spoke French to the French leader, or whatever, to say like you're welcome for not killing your guys, or whatever, like she the French subtitle was different. And it's like I like that. And I the first time I really noticed it was Pachinko, and I was like, I'm crediting Pachinko from here on out. I yeah, I, mean, I love that show. But yeah, it was but like, this I this was the all the same. That. Yeah, this was all the same. Yeah, and that's so a I was bummer. Like, and you're like, why are you understanding each other? Because at Pachinko yeah. they would do it in a different language, but they wouldn't make them understand each other if they didn't, <laughs> you know. Right. So it was right, like, right. And I was like, okay, cool. Up, I, get, you know? I get the idea that you are spies, and therefore, yeah, you were probably proficient in each other's languages. But then, why wouldn't you just one of you concede yeah. and speak in the other language, you know? Yeah. But anyway, it was, and the it's fact annoying. that I was focusing it, on it, that and not the, the well, plot tells you, yeah. Yeah, but it's an it is an annoying commentary on kind of Asian generalism that I, that happens where it's like you're not going to ever have someone speaking Russian and German and they think the audience won't notice. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. like in a film, they're, they're going to be different languages, and so it's like it's annoying that films think they can if that's what they're trying to do it, that 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 it's appropriate to even get away with that. So. Yeah, and then oh my god, can I just call out? And nobody will. I, I don't think anyone will cross. Like for so for whatever reason, the Tony Leung stands have been coming for like the YouTube posting of my review. Oh. And one person's <laughs> like, um, and about the language, Indonesians can speak Japanese and Dutch during colonialism. One, that's not proper English. Two, yeah. I'm not saying people can't be bilingual. I'm saying fucking address no. that they're they're bilingual. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Don't just make just try to pretend that it's, there's no yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, so anyway, people will always, yeah. I mean, listen, I'm a stand of some things, so I get it. But it's like people just, when you love someone or something and you can't accept a criticism of, of anything to do with it, it's like, mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on. It's and again, I said very explicitly, like Tony Leung is very good in this. Just the rest yeah. of the movie is harder to handle. Yeah, Tony Leung's Tony Leung. Yeah, and then the other thing I have been watching is uh, Picard came back, which I think. Oh yeah, I. I haven't watched. Yeah, I haven't. I'm not yeah. much of a Trekkie, but uh, I know it's back. And yes, final season. I was, right? Uh, I I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I was happy. Uh, you know, I I think people didn't love the second season. Not love. Not love it. But you know, it went directions that people were. It, it, actually, it's a timeline thing, mm. and I don't. You know, like I said, that's a hard thing to do. But it's i think we're back to like some grounded timeline this season and and oh, they brought in you know so many other supporting characters from the next generation like you know yeah, class I, from the past i was like all... yep it's basically yeah. next generation so i was like this is this yeah is so much joy <laughs> i saw like like that vibe with would be on the view and so i was like oh like you're all back <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like and so that was kind of cool. Well, you know, Whoopi like, has already been be back, fun. but like, yeah, she, yeah, she, I know she was, but I just mean she just had them on. They just had them on, and they like turned the stage into like the command center or something or something. Oh, some bar when you said Fab Five, I thought you meant from Queer Eye. Oh no, <laughs> I was, no, like, I, was being like, I was saying like the four yeah. of them and Whoopi there, and, and Whoopi, I know she got it, got it, got it, like, got it. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, I glad the Queer Eye guys like honestly that tracks, but, yeah. from Star Trek. <laughs> Yeah, here I am just assigning that name to anyone who's five people, you know. Oh yes, yes, yeah. That is that's that's very people very together. Bad. Yeah, 
Uh, but yeah, no, they were all in there, and it was kind of fun. Fun little kind of they they have such a clear banter, and they're like clearly have been friends ever since. And so it's got to be fun watching. I wonder if they're actually friends though. Well, it felt like it felt like genuine, well, but they are actors, really so good actors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not to but say I'm like, they aren't actors, but I was just like, mm, yeah. I guess I just try to imagine a world at least at the very least with Patrick Stewart. And like, if I knew him and I knew Whoopi Goldberg, like try to imagine a world where like I wouldn't get along with them, at least Patrick Stewart. <laughs> but, oh, we, yeah. But I, so, so like, I have a feeling that like I, whether they're all actually friends, like, oh, we're besties or anything or not, I don't know. But I have a feeling they probably have a decent relationship. I hope so. But yeah, I, I would hope so too. Was, but I just, I, yeah, it was fun to see them. Yeah. But yeah, I always wonder about those things because you always see actors together. I'm like, yeah, well, we have a group chat. I'm like, do you though? Do you really? <laughs> some <laughs> of them, I'm like, yes, you definitely have a group chat. And some, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah, you made anyway, one was, because you were going to be on this together. But yeah, yeah, it was exciting to see them back. So, huzzah! That's fun. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Thank y'all. Yes, thank you. A huge thank you to Matt for joining. That is actually it for this episode. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.